Welcome to another episode of Paul Don Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and I've got Nathan Tracy. He's a technologist for the system architecture team and uh, manager of industry standards over at PE Connectivity. And, um, well, actually, I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show, Nathan. Uh, we've got a lot that we can talk about in this space. Isn't there? So, I mean, there's so many moving parts. Yeah, hi. Hi, Alex. Glad to be here. I look forward to uh, chatting with you for a few minutes today. Well, you know, it, it, the whole thing about system architectures today is everybody's talking about the new processors, new functionalities, new sensors, but you still need to build boards and put the boards together and build arrays and have this huge infrastructure supporting the Internet of Things made of chained computers and SAS uh, memory and you know all of this huge infrastructure and it's all physical infrastructure and that means cable and wires and connectors and someone has to pay attention to that right that's right you're you're right Alex and uh, you know as you just mentioned uh, you know the the folks that bring the equipment to market that enables all the the storage the computing the networking that uh, is is keeping us going these days they're all looking for ways to differentiate uh, themselves from their competitors. They're looking for freedom of architecture. Um, you know things that you know the, the the cabling and connecting freedoms that allow them to build equipment that has some advantage over their competitors. And and so in this case, today we're going to talk about the um, the new MiniSAS HD internal interconnect uh, system that TE is launching to market. Mm-hmm. Now so. It's, I mean, connectors are more than just simply shrinking the form factor and cramming more pins in there. I mean, there's a lot going on there as well, just in the design of the architecture, correct? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, the, in, the uh, earlier generations of uh, serial-attached SCSI, or SAS as I'll refer to it, uh, storage, were, you know, they operated at 3 gigabits, and then they uh, upped the uh, next generation to 6 gigabits. And so the current generation today is, is 12 gigabits per second. And so technically, it's very challenging to develop interconnect products that will support those higher data rates. But at the same time, as I mentioned earlier, they're looking for advantages that uh, will give them the freedom to uh, uh, build a system using less real estate, so smaller, higher density at these higher speeds, and yet still with the freedom to differentiate themselves from uh, their competitors. So they want the ability to be more clever and deliver their cleverness to market as an advantage. And so the the new 12 gigabit internal MiniSAS HD interconnect that we've uh, just announced as a launch product to market, it does all of those things. So it's higher density than the old generation. Um, it uh, and, and we do that by putting the contacts now on a 0.75 uh, millimeter pitch, so it's a higher density uh, connector system. It shrinks the size of the connector. We're supporting higher data rates, uh, so now uh, this same connector will support both 6 gigabits as well as 12 gigabits. And then the you know the the key part of this is that this interconnect is 
is based on a cabling system. So you're connecting uh, data on one printed circuit board to data on another printed circuit board, and you have the flexibility of this cable system to make this high-density, high-speed connection. Uh, because it's a cable system, now you can flexibly locate those two boards. So it frees up the system architecture, and it, it allows um, our customers to differentiate themselves in their implementation. Got it, got it. Now, um, the nice thing about a good solution is that there are ramifications and benefits beyond the obvious ones. What are some of the advantages to the system over traditional and current uh, solutions? Yeah, so one of, the, one of the big advantages that I'd like to mention is the fact that uh, this uh, flexible cable that interconnects point A to point B is based on a flat uh, ribbon cable, so it's very low profile, and what that means is that as the, as the customer is designing this equipment and he's figuring out where he's going to install this cable assembly between these two print circuit boards, he's now got a lower profile solution, and so that keeps it out of the way. It also means it's blocking less airflow. And everything about today's electronics is about thermal management. And so we always want to be looking for ways to help them with their thermal management or otherwise stated not be an impediment to their thermal management. And so the fact that TE's cable system is based on a flat ribbon cable allows them to tuck it out of the way. It's low profile and uh, to, you know, take it, it, it's designed in in concert with their overall thermal management system. At the same time, they're trying to achieve these other things we talked about, like high density and high speed. And we already talked about the fact that the footprint of the connector is now getting smaller, so it's consuming less space on the printed circuit board. It frees up that space so that they can put more electronics or more value into the equipment uh, that they can then offer to the marketplace as a competitive advantage. Got it, got it. Now, <clears throat> granted, uh, some would say that, you know, cable and connector beyond the spec and the footprint should be a no-brainer, but um, do you offer people the opportunity, uh, give them assistance in making sure that they're using it in the most optimal fashion? Absolutely. So, you know, we have a network of field applications engineers. Uh, we have uh, engineers uh, physically located around the globe. Uh, in addition to the applications engineers, we have the engineers in the uh, actual development centers that uh, can also help to make sure that an implementation is done correctly. You know, SAS is an industry standard. We're involved in that industry standard. We participate and help drive the end specification that comes out of that. So we have an intimate knowledge of what our customers need to know as they're trying to deliver a, a piece of equipment to market that's compliant with that industry standard. Because we were there when the standard gave birth, it gives us a special ability to make sure that uh, customers implement the solutions in the uh, most effective manner. Uh, so we, you know, we definitely can help with that. Uh, the other things that we can do is uh, in, in the design of the product, we can uh, package it in such a way that it provides advantage. So in, in this particular case, uh, you know, each SAS connector has four channels at 12 gigabits. So if you do the math, that's 48 gigabits per second per connector slash cable assembly. But then we gang those connectors together. So we offer a 
a one-position connector, which has 48 gigabits per second. But then we also offer a two-position, so two of them in a single piece, closely located together. So it gives them the total connectivity of 96 gigabits per second. And then we have a four-gang version where four of these uh, HD mini SAS uh, interconnects are ganged together. Again, uh, shrinking the, the overall footprint and helping the customer to get back valuable real estate to, to use in their packaging. Well, and that's the, the goal, isn't it? The more we can uh, shrink the system, reduce operating costs, improve thermal management, because as uh, my audience knows I'm very fond of saying power management is thermal management. Everything you can do in one direction is going to help you in the other. So it's it's really good to know that you know we are we can still move the ball forward even in an area that people would consider pretty mature cable and connectors. Yeah, so we're we're challenged every day to come up with next generation solutions that uh, help uh, enable the next generation of equipment. And and mostly we've been talking about storage here, um, which is a thermally demanding environment. But the same applies to servers and to network switches and routers. Um, the connectivity is really being driven ultimately if you go to the to the ultimate driver it 's thermal management because if they can squeeze a little bit more performance out of that box then they 've differentiated they 've added more value and so people just constantly driving us to as you said take these very simple connectors uh, but uh, provide very advanced technical solutions by way of packaging, by way of design technology, by way of cabling, and of course the whole high speed thing, we call it signal integrity. You know, how do you get from six gigabits per second to 12 gigabits per second? You know, today uh, we're working on all types of uh, 24 and 25 gigabit uh, technologies, but then we're also getting ready to uh, start projects for 50 gigabits per second. So that there's no end in sight. We have to keep pushing the ball. As you said, you know, we're, we're kind of low on the food chain with connectors and cabling, uh, but we're enabling, uh, you know, these high-value boxes that otherwise wouldn't happen if uh, the lowly connectivity couldn't be uh, addressed. Agreed completely. I agree with you completely, Nathan. Um, well, and it is. It's a fundamental issue. It's as fundamental as the electricity going through them. So I'm really glad that we could uh, come on today and talk about that. Unfortunately, it is a podcast, and we're, you know, we don't have all the time, uh, but we'll definitely bring you back. I mean, you've been here before, a good friend of the show. Glad to have you here today, but we'll definitely bring you back to talk some more about all of this. But um, what I'm going to do now, though, is let you have the last word. I always, as you know, I always give the guest the last word on the show, and you could talk a little bit more about the uh, new product or about the market or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Thanks, Alex. Uh, happy to be here. As I said before, I, I love the chance to sit and chat with you. Um, so let me start off with uh, giving the audience a place to go to find more information on the new 12 gigabit internal mini SAS HD interconnect and cable system. And that's at www.te.com. And then just put a forward slash products, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S, and then a forward slash Mini SAS HD, M I N I 
S-A-S-H-D. And that'll take you to a whole uh, web page that will discuss the different product offerings, the, the single connectors, the gang connectors, uh, the right angles, the verticals. And then, the, the, very importantly, that flat, flexible cable that I mentioned that really helps uh, the equipment designers come up with a nice uh, system that's clean, easy to work around, and most importantly, provides good thermal management, allows airflow. So, uh, yeah, that, I think that's my story, Alex. Uh, I, uh, like I said, encourage folks to visit the website, and we'll see where it goes from there. Well, I have no doubt that people will check it out. Um, as we were both mentioned, it's a, a core fundamental technology uh, that you can't get away from. Uh, you have to run the system somehow. So I'm really glad, like I said, Nathan, to have you on the show, and we'll, t- we'll talk again. And in the meantime, though, I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>